0: Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South Message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with a word from God just for you. I've been sharing this message this whole week and I felt to share it with you as well and encourage you. Those of you who are on the grass here today at Wentworth, at Finlands, behind us in the bluff, if you can hear me up there, uh, say this to your neighbor somewhere. Say, the fight is on. You know, there was a song that was written, the heat is on. But the fight is on. And if you don't recognize that we're in a fight, I was saying to my wife, we're in a war, except the bullets are these tiny microscopic things called COVID-19. And it's shut down the earth. It's shut down businesses. It's shut down families. It's shut down churches. It's shut down a whole lot of stuff. But uh, Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell, the powers of death will not stand against it. But you've got to not take it lying down. You can't take this fight sitting down. You've got to stand up on the inside. And uh, you've got to work. As Paul said, I'm a co-laborer with Jesus Christ. You've got to fight the good fight of faith. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 6 verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. And when you study that word, in the original it says compete in the good competition of faith. You see there's a competition for your faith. If the devil can get your faith, he's got everything from you. Because what is not of faith is sin. What is not of faith is to miss the mark. And the devil's going for your heart. He's going for your mind. He's going for your body. He's going for your children. He's going for your job. He's going for your business? Who's going to win in this competition of faith? And the Bible clearly says it's a good competition. Why? Because we win. If we, if we war by faith, it's interesting, the same phrase is used in 1 Timothy 1 verse 18, where it says, do war with a prophetic word. Where it's a military picture, and is more literally translated, war, the good warfare. It's a good warfare. You know, that's how God sees it. You know, all of us got shocked. I, I, I know there was, I don't know if anyone really accurately prophesied this, but a lot of people got taken by surprise, but not the Lord. <laughs> God didn't sit in heaven biting his nails and say, Oh my goodness, Corona sea is coming. What am I going to do with my church? You know, no, he's not shaking. In fact, I believe this is part of the end times. I believe this could be a plague. Plagues are different from sicknesses and diseases. Plagues is a form of judgment actually. And I know some Christians have been taken out as well. But when you read in in the book of Revelation, God says to his people, come out from Babylon. On, lest I kill you with her children. So who knows why some are succumb to this and some are not. I don't know. I don't want to answer that question now. But right now, it's not a time for fear. It's not a time for fear. The Bible commands us, be not afraid of sudden fear or of the desolation of the wicked when it comes. And so it's time to stand up more than ever. Have you ever seen this happen before? For those of you who watch sport. And I've watched a bit of boxing, I've watched a bit of rugby, soccer, and uh, you know, sometimes right near the end, it seems like the one team's losing or the one guy's losing, and then suddenly they get a second wind or a second breath, and and I've seen so many victories happen, especially in rugby and soccer, where at the last moment... The losing team scored the winning goal or or, or especially in rugby, you know, they may be one or two points behind and maybe it was that last kick or that last try. And so I want you to know there is a fight inside of you. You might not be aware. You've got fight inside of you. Why? You've got the great. Champion, the warrior of all warriors living inside of you, greater is he who is in you than he who is against you in the world. If God before you, who, what, where, when, and how can be against you? The fight is on. Who's gonna win? Do you know that scripture in Luke 10, verse 19, where it says, Jesus says, Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. You'll tread on serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Well, serpents and scorpions are not. here. That scripture is is indicating that you go where the serpents and scorpions are. You take over their territory. It's symbolic of the devil and his works. Do you know that every time somebody comes to Christ, that devil's dominion is actually diminishing? If you think about that more money is coming in more people are coming in more light is coming in being transferred from darkness to light and so when the church increases the, the kingdom of the powers of death and darkness are diminishing and we are growing brighter and brighter listen this kind of stuff is not going to stop the church even if there's a, a virus after virus after virus it will not stop the church and I think maybe this is a forerun for Christians who are full of self-pity and full of re- rejection and full of hopelessness to rise up on the inside because you've had to be at home for a good couple of months. Where was your encouragement then? Could you go like Pastor Llewellyn Roberts uh, always says sometimes, Pastor, Pastor, I need a pastor. I'm in a disaster. Please come faster. No, it's not a time for that. It's a time for you, you've been uh, bred and uh, taught enough to rise up and stand uh, on this living word, stand on the scriptures, stand in the Holy Spirit, stand by the power of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I hope Finland's getting this. I hope you're getting it. I hope uh, Bluff Behind Me is getting it. I hope Wentworth is getting it. I hope you guys are getting it out there. Someone out there is hearing this message. The the Bible says in Jude chapter 3, or verse 3, that we must contend for the faith. You've got to contend. Listen, I don't know if you're realizing. Do you know some churches have actually closed down? Some churches got caught of God. Uh, They were paying bonds on buildings. And they've lost their buildings. They've lost their congregation. I've got a message right now. I don't know how to counsel it. A good friend of mine, is closing his doors for his church now at the end of this month because the lease is up. Oh, my goodness, Lord Jesus. Let me just tell you something. You might close a building down, devil, but you'll never close the church down. Don't let the devil close you down. I don't care if you've, lo- you've lost your job. Listen to me. I don't care if you've lost business, it's still out there, by the way. You've just lost it in the stream, but it's gonna come back. If you stand up and you believe God, and maybe we've been taught a lesson, some of us, because Jesus said it, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Our life consists, and that's shaken some of you. I heard of, I, I I didn't hear any amens on that one, except one, one weak one behind me. <laughs> at least he had the guts to say amen I didn't hear any other amens there a man's life, your life does not, my life does not consist in abundance of my possession it's a scary scripture, Jesus said it our life consists in everlasting relationship with the great I am, the creator of heaven and earth and you know what? Some of us are feeling the shaking. We're not being shaken. Maybe you are. Maybe you're out there in the world and you've been shaken. If I had a, uh, my grandchild on my back and I started shaking a tree, I'm not shaking her. I'm shaking the tree, but she'd feel the shaking. And that's what we're feeling. We're in Christ. We're feeling the shaking. But we are not being shaken. The word content means to struggle for earnestly. To, uh, to content. Listen to this. This is the original meaning. To contend for anything foreign to the faith. <laughs> the three major things that are against the faith is poverty, sickness and death. That's part of the curse. The curse is wrapped up in poverty, sickness and death. Death comes in many forms. Death means to separate. That's really what the meaning of death is, is to separate from God, separate from his blessing, separate from his love. That's why in Romans 8, it says, nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ. That's, that's, that's what death's plan is, to steal, kill, and to destroy, separate. Then the dictionary meaning for fight, just the ordinary dictionary meaning. That's why God told me to uh, share this with you so that I can, I can spur you on to fight. Just shout in your car there. Take your mask off. I'm sure you don't have to wear your mask in your car, man, because you're all together there. Just say, fight! <laughs> fight. Y'all Yo, stick your head out the window and shout, fight! fight! The good fight of faith! You've got to get it into your spirit. So the dictionary meaning means any contest or struggle, a battle or combat to gain the upper hand for dominion, ability, inclination to fight, attempt to defend oneself against or to subdue, destroy an adversary, strive vigorously for... uh, uh, For or against something to maintain a cause. Didn't David say that? When his brothers chirped him, he said, is there not a cause? And he went and slew Goliath. Doing words that cooperate with fight is a word boldness. I'm just going to give you a fear. Doesn't the scripture say, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Find help in the time of need. It doesn't even use the word ask in that scripture. Hebrews four sixteen. come boldly to the throne of grace. And when you've been bold with God, listen to me, no devil, no man will stand against you because the boldness of God will overcome everything against you. Yeah. You've got to get the boldness of God. Is God scared of anyone? No. So as he is, so am I in this life. I am bold. In fact, the Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. The wicked runs when no one's even chasing them. and then courage well David the Bible says encouraged himself in the Lord the word encourage means to inspire with courage courage goes against all odds courage goes against the circumstances courage heads into the storm head on I love that scripture I think it's in Ezekiel where God says I've made your forehead harder than their foreheads. We're going to do some demonic headbutting. We're going to headbutt some devils here. We're going to headbutt this Corona story and and, and its consequences and its buddies. The world system is taking advantage of this if you've noticed. They're pushing us but they won't push us. I believe something great is about to Break forth in this church of the glory of God that's going to shock everybody just before we get taken away. David encouraged himself in the Lord. How do you encourage yourself in the Lord? Well, speak the promises of God over your life, recount past victories, confess the confession of faith. That's how you That's how you encourage yourself in the Lord. Inspire yourself with courage in Christ. Get into the closet. Pray in the Spirit fast. Do something to encourage yourself in the Lord. Don't sit and, and succumb to a weak and beggarly element. Don't do that. Don't cast away your confidence. The Bible says it has great return of reward. A lot of people have cast away their confidence. No, don't do that. And then trust. The Bible says trust in the Lord. Don't trust in the bank. Don't trust in your spouse. Don't trust in your children. Don't trust in your boss. Don't trust in the government. Don't trust in your, your money. Don't trust in your car. Trust in the Lord. Amen. You know how trust works. You stand as though you, you, you count it as though you have lost everything. And you start all over from God. That's, that's how trust starts. As though you'd lost everything. While well, you haven't, you're sitting in a nice car here today. You've got clothes on. You've got food in your tummies. Some of you are going to get food later in your tummies. <laughs> and then there's some opposite words to fight. And it's being a coward. And look what the scripture says in Revelations 21. Verses uh, uh, 7 to 8, it says, He who is victorious shall inherit all these things. Victory inherits the blessing. Not being a coward. Not running with your tail between your legs. He'll inherit all these things. I will be God to him and he shall be my son. But as for the cowards, the ignoble, the contemptible, the cravingly lacking in courage and the cowardly submissive, their part will be in the lake of fire which burns with brimstone. You don't want to do that. And then, in, uh, then fear is another one. Fear fear and, courage, uh, uh, sorry, fear and cowardice are brother and sister, man. They work hand in hand. The Bible says that, that uh, perfect love casts out all fear because fear has torment. Fear makes you run. And you know, most fear is based on a lie. If it's not a sudden imminent threat of fear where somebody comes at you with a gun or a knife, uh, then, then a thought or something like that, it's based on a lie. Oh, you're going to lose your job. Oh, you're going to get the virus. Oh, you're going to get this. Oh, you're going to get that. So you walk around and you, and surrender to the lies of the enemy. My sons were telling me that one of the professional soccer players overseas has had COVID four times already, because of' playing matches all over, the show and he's recovered every time. Don't, don't fear this thing. Yeah, do what you have to do. I'm not saying be stupid now. Do what you have to do, but believe God. you know what, what my scripture is for this? It's Romans eight verse probably three. The law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from this law of sin and death. Amen. That's what I confess over me. And I, and, and I believe that if that virus touches me, it will die, not me. It's the truth. John G. Lake did that. Just go and read about John G. Lake. And I think it was the bubonic plague. And he quoted that scripture. And then verse 11 says, If the same spirit that raised the dead body of Jesus back to life, living you, he'll make alive your physical body. Come on. we got resurrection, ascension, and right-hand authority, power working in us. Why fear? Why walk around? As though this thing's going to catch you out. No, you catch it out. You tread on that serpent and scorpion. How do you do it? Well, when you wake up in the morning, decree death to that that, uh, sickness. That if it happens to touch you, it will die. According to the scripture. In conclusion, let me just give you one scripture. Because some of you might need just to be pepped up a little bit. But I've... I trust that after today's message, that you will, you will get new fight inside of you. You'll be restored to fight, to not fear. What is not a faith is sin. Fear is sin. cowardice is a sin. Deuteronomy 31 verse 8, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will march with you. He will not fail you or let you go, or forsake you. Let there be no cowardice or flinching. But fear not, neither become broken in spirit, depressed, dismayed, and unnerved with alarm. That's from the Amplifier. Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. Remember Paul said, I have kept the faith. There's now laid up a crown of righteousness for me and all, and to those who've also fought the faith. Keep the faith. Shout out your car window to your car neighbor next to you and say, keep the faith. Come on, tell somebody, keep the faith. Don't let it go. Lay a hold on eternal life. In fact, that scripture that says fight the good fight of faith also says lay hold on eternal life. Last scripture, Revelation 14 verse 12. This is Jesus speaking uh, or, or, or John getting the word. When the saints are in a time of trial and tribulation, he says, here comes in a call for the steadfastness of the saints, the patience, the endurance of the people of God, those who habitually keep God's commandments and their faith in Jesus. Remember, Jesus said, when I come to earth, will I really find faith? I want to just throw this out. I don't know every car here, if you came here because you're curious you, or you're a member of the church or somebody told you about it, but if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, I don't believe one car is here by mistake, whether you're a member or an unchurched person. But if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, today's the day, now is the day of salvation. You are commanded to. It's not an option to get saved. Jesus commanded us. He said, you must be born again. You must have your sins forgiven. You must become a child of God. Why? It's for your eternal destiny. It's so that you can secure your eternal destiny. Maybe you're here today and you've grown cold with God. Maybe this last three months has taken you away from the Lord. Maybe you've been backslidden in heart and whatever. And you've, you've succumbed to those weak and beggarly elements. And you've maybe turned to other things to satisfy your spirit man. And it hasn't satisfied then this call is for you as well. And then for those of you who know you're not right with God now, you just know you're not walking right. Well, I want to pray with you. If any of those of you there, can you just acknowledge by flashing your lights? Just say, I need that prayer. I want to pray with you. I see some lights flashing. Just flash again if that's you. I saw, I don't know if the ashes are supposed to look at which car's flashing, but I was given this instruction by pastor john johnny and pat in finlands this is for you the bluff behind me is for you those of you on the mountaintop you can just say in your heart yes to the lord jesus christ and those that uh went with well just pray this with me quickly just say father I surrender afresh to you in the name and by the blood of Jesus. Forgive me of all my sin. Reinstate me as your child. I repent of fear, of sin of any kind. And I thank you today. You accept me as I am. You make me your child. I am born again. Thank you for that, Father. In the name and by the blood of Jesus. Let me just close in prayer. Father, come on. I want everyone to just lift your hands up wherever you are, in your cars, receive this prayer. Yeah, in the bluff, Wentworth, Finland's. Father as we I, I release the impartation of this word I release an impartation to you and those that are on live stream I forgot about you guys those that are watching all from all different angles all different locations I release in the name and by the blood of Jesus a fresh fight inside of them and the eternal fight of faith the good fight the good competition we win if we as the scripture says go according to the rules if we walk out in the commandments if we believe the promises of God and do not stagger like your word says Abraham never staggered at the promises but he was strong in faith giving glory to God he believed you he spoke himself through he spoke uh, the word of God he believed it father and he got the inherited promises Father, I thank you. I plead the blood of Jesus over this word. plead the blood of Jesus over every life that's subject to this word right now in Jesus' name. I bind you, you lying devils of hell. I break every spirit of blindness, every lying vanity. Your word says if we observe a lying vanity, we forsake our own mercy. I break that lying vanity. I break the lies of the devil. I pull down every lie to the obedience of Christ in the name of jesus i commission angels of god to go now and make good to every person who's hearing this word and as you minister to jesus minister to them the presence the power and the promises of god father i speak restoration to anyone who might have lost family members i speak the comfort of the holy spirit I speak restoration. God, how many times in Scripture did you restore the fortunes of people who lost out? You're a God of promise. You said your covenant, you will not break, nor alter that which has gone out of your mouth. I release goods back to them, jobs, businesses, Lord. In the name and by the blood of Jesus, I thank you. Your goodness and mercy does follow us. All the days of our life, your mercies are new every morning. We'll fight our way to get into your mercies. we we'll are fight if we have to, to receive your mercies because you said they are promised to us every day of our life. Every day we'll find something to believe you for. Every day we'll look for something to trust you for. Every day we'll believe for provision, for protection, for your promises your plans and your purposes to unfold in our lives because you're with us you said I'll never leave you nor forsake you not in any and every area of our lives you're a God of faithfulness Lord we thank you for this today in Jesus name Lord come and give God a shout of praise a hand clap if you receive this word follow through in Jesus name thank you Pastor J.P. Trust that you were blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after Him, you shall surely find Him. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.